0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: From the Philadelphia Eagles
2: to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan. And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard
1: hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you a piece of the tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix. We're bringing the cutting edge. What is more season? Phillies are long, show them how it's done. Hey, good evening. I'm your host, B&E, of the Hard Hit Radio Show. We got a little Mac absent today. He's supposed to be calling in uh, on this April the 15th, uh, Once Upon a Time Tax Day. If you haven't got your taxes done, file your extensions or get them out or, or do what you need to do. Uh, but we got a lot of sports on online we got a lot of sports uh to catch up with this week we got a um, We had a very eventful uh sports weekend last week. We had the masters you know we had the masters we had the the young guy from northern Ireland leading the masters sixty two holes Rory McElroy. uh He kind of unfolded a little bit but it was a, it was a big credit that he went out and and shot. Really sound rounds, uh, three days straight, but kind of blew up on the tenth hole. And I know it's yet to come for for young Rory that you know in the future he'll do very well. I, th- I think you have to fall off the bike a few times before you can get up and master the bike. So shout out to young Rory McIlroy. But before b- but before I start off, I just want to send our condolences out to uh, Stuart Scott, uh, ESPN ESPN Al- analyst. Uh, diagnosed with cancer, Stuart, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to you, and uh, you know all of those out there that are having different afflictions and things like that, thoughts and prayers go out to you, Big Stu. So, but the first thing we got to do, first thing we got to do, coming on in, huh? What's going on, sir? Up, I'm blessed, man. How you doing? Are you going to get on the mic today?
2: I don't know. I didn't, me and Mac didn't talk about that. I just kind of wanted to come by and say hi and send in.
1: Okay. We just got a guest came in, came in. Check us out a little bit. If you want to, you can sit down or get on two, three, whichever one. So uh, I know little Mac, he's out in San Diego doing his thing. Maybe you need to get on two. On this one? Yes, sir. All two right. is all right.
2: Put this on silent, right? Right, now. no
1: doubt. We're just talking about the Masters and stuff, how how young uh, Rory McElroy he, he kind of blew up. But, but it was good for golf, you know, good for golf, Rory McElroy. Coming out there shooting those uh, three solid rounds, three almost three and a half good solid rounds. Uh, uh, Charles Swartzel, he was the one that really pulled it off.
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, Roy was up what sixty three the first <clears throat> the first sixty three holes in st- or what wasn't it something like that? Right. And, you know, it's tough. He's twenty one years old though. Twenty
1: one. That's crazy. And it has a lot of swagger to it. I mean, he's he's tough as nails. He has has all the shot makes making. Uh, and uh, just fun fun to watch, man. I, I really enjoyed watching him. I know he was on fire the first two or three days, and uh, he looked like he was unbeatable.
2: I, and, I, and I think Tiger's surge had a really big part right. in the ratings and people watching it and the right. excitement from it. I, I think that was really good for golf. I, th- I think pe- I think people are ready for his greatness to be back. Oh, you think so? I think so. But but I, I tell you, the question is: tell, tell, First of all, introduce yourself. Let's just introduce What's this? You. What's up? This is uh, Jay. I'm with uh, Out of Bounds. It's uh, we have a sports weekly show, Me and Chelsea, on PrimerRadio.com. Uh, live out here in Arizona, friends with Mac and Byron, so thought I'd come in and say what's up in the studio today.
1: Okay, right on time, Jay. But 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 you 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 pose the question: Are people ready? But is Tiger Woods is he ready to come back?
2: You know, uh, that's funny because I, w- I was I was watching uh, Kornheiser and Wilbon, and they were re- they got into a really good discussion about it, and I don't know if he's ready. Right. I think one thing that he needs to do he's got to play more. Right. He's in all the majors and you could just see he's on the cusp of being ready and being there i i think he needs more time out there to just let it flow right, right you know right. that's what i really think
1: and but 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 you know going back and going back in history tiger he doesn't like to play every week no, and every he doesn't. week and every he doesn't week, at all which which gives which gives the um, <clears throat> other golfers a good chance i mean if tiger woods he's not playing every week that gives me a chance to you know exactly, hit, get the exactly. number one purse and all you have to do is compete Make the cut every week, and then guess what? You,
2: you, you're looking at a million and a half, close to $2 million a year. You've you got yourself a good living right there. Big, time. Big you know, time. You know what I did see in Tiger? I saw that fire right. in his eyes. And the thing that I saw is when he was missing those putts, how frustrated he was right. getting because he knew how close he was. Right. And I think right there, being 10 under and not winning, right? I think that's going to be a, a motivational factor for him right but but and another thing
1: too, him coming under the radar everybody oh, way every,
2: under the radar
1: everybody kind kind of uh uh are already um, putting these young guys ahead they they're already making these young guys. Not not only are they the future of the the PGA, but they're, they're crowning them, and you can't crown them, young guys.
2: No, no, you you really can't. And I think I think Phil should have something to say about that too. Yeah, but well, we want to talk about Phil right now. <laughs> what will
1: Phil do next? We want to talk about that.
2: But but, I, but I, I I agree with you. People are people are ready to hand over that torch, right? And I I think Tiger might be sitting there going, ho oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute,
1: and, and you can tell. By him coming out on that final round, you can tell him shooting at 31 on the front nine. And, and you can tell the emotion. And, and and it's once once that crowd got going. And and he was really into it.
2: I I think the, the crowd fed off him. He fed off the crowd. Right. And I really think that that sparked something in him. Right. And I think we're going to see some really really great things coming from him.
1: And, and, and much to be seen, and, and we need that in the PGA. We need to bring back that flavor. We need to bring, bring back that flair of, of what Tiger Woods can do because you see some of these other guys out there. I, I saw another guy, uh, Kevin Na, the other day. He made a 16. How can you make a 16 on wow. one
2: hole? Well, I, You know what? My roommate did that when he was out Boston uh, golfing with his boss. But was he drunk? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay.
1: But but to make a uh, the sixteen that's that's like a, isn't
2: there a point where you just pick it up?
1: Uh, that's playing with the guys. <laughs> that's playing with your the guys. They tell you, hey man, we got people behind you. We got the little old ladies hitting into us. Pick it up. But a sixteen on a par well, I, four. I
2: think that there's a, a big drop off between your superstars, right, and your good guys, and then. After that it just falls off. Falls right off. You know, I I don't there's definitely not a lot of parody, you know, and there's not that many names right that are attracting people. So golf does need Tiger back, I think. Right. But but a big shout out to
1: Charles Swartzel. I mean he came out, he played played flawless. And and, and you can tell. You, you know, when you start making shots from off, off the, uh, off, the off, off the green and you start hitting eagles and you start his hitting unbelievable shots, that's your day.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He, he, I thought he kind of came in kind of sneaky, too.
1: I don't know about sneaky. I know he had his putter working. Four birdies. Oh, yeah, he did. 15, 16, 17, and 18. Four birdies in a row yeah. to come in. Great, great job by the South African. I mean, uh, you have Ernie Els over there being a mentor. You have, uh, you, you can see uh, Louis Oostusen uh, winning, winning the British Open a couple of years ago from South Africa. You know, he, he played flawless, man. So a big shout-out goes out to Charles So Adam Scott did very well. Justin Day came in, played really well.
2: Mr. Day is pretty popular right now. If you if you if you if you Google him, the first thing that comes up on the Google bar after his name is wife. Wow, because she got she got a little bit of airtime this week. Wow, yeah, yeah. It, it, Chelsea, we, Chelsea and I even talked about that on the show. this that, week. Is that good? Is that bad? Oh, it, it's good. Okay, it's good. Wow, it, and that's another thing that I noticed: the cameras panning a lot more right. to some of these players' wives, and. The little bit more attractive wives, right? That's something that Chelsea and I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I paid attention to that, and there was some chatter online about that as well. So wow! I, I thought that was kind of interesting on how how they did that, but they kept panning to his wife a lot. Wow!
1: So so maybe, so maybe his wife, maybe they're a power couple now. You know, his wife has the looks. He's got the he's got the the fade and the draw. Or hey, if
2: you can type in his name and the first thing that comes up is his wife, wow, <laughs> that might be a power couple. But but that not be but. That may not be very good though. If you're talking no, about the true. man's wife, though, This leave, is true.
1: Leave your wife out of it.
2: I will. I will tell you this. I since Tiger's been out and gone, I haven't watched golf that much. Right. That you were made to watch it this week. Right. There. There wasn't anything else to do but watch that. Right. And it was. It was kind of exciting. And and it very
1: very much was uh, the Masters and. Right, right now this is uh, the hard hitting radio. We got my man Jay from Out of Bounds. He's in bounds right now.
2: He's not like Kevin. <laughs> yeah, not. yeah, I'm, in, I'm in, ba- I'm not in taking bounds the today. Drop.
1: And so we got little Mac out there in San Diego. He should be calling in pretty soon. But we're just talking about recapping the Masters and how, how it was very exciting. At one one point in time, you had at least seven or eight guys vying for the number one yeah. number one spot. Yep. And I, I, I could have got out there and and, and mace. May have snuck in with a six
2: over par or something. <laughs> See, I, I definitely can't. Uh, me, me and golfing, not not so not so much. I got I got to, somebody's got to take me out and teach me. Right, right. But but on
1: that day, anything was any anything was possible.
2: And yep. you could tell anything
1: was possible, and it was great for the viewers, and I I really enjoyed it. I truly.
2: enjoyed uh, That's it. one of the things that I do like about golf is every once in a while, somebody can come from where you least expect it and have one of those great days, and all of a sudden. He's the star, right? And everybody knows about him. And I, I, think that's, I think that's really, really cool, right? And and what a day,
1: what a day for for the Masters. And now we have uh, on the horizon, we have the NBA playoffs. Yes, we do. We have the playoffs. Start with, let's start in the West. We have the number one seed, San Antonio Spurs. Going against the Memphis Grizzlies, how do you see that?
2: You know, I see. I see this one. The Spurs to me are kind of limping in a little bit. You know, Ginobili's a little bit hurt, but I. I don't. Memphis actually, they don't play too bad against. You know, against team with better records, right? But. I see this four games. Four games? You know, I, I see Not Santa- even
1: five? Not even going down to Memphis eating some of that good barbecue and then San Antonio kind of slipping a little bit, maybe getting, giving them an extra chance. You know what,
2: though? But they got really good barbecue in San Antonio, so they might be like, nah, uh, no. we don't want that Memphis stuff. No, no. They, no, no. No, nah, that's Cactus, true. I'd Cactus go, San Antonio. I, I, no. I'd, I'd go down to Memphis and eat a lot, too. That's
1: right. But, but you have Lionel Hollins. He has the, the Grizzlies playing really well. Former Sun Devil. I don't know about Sun Devil, but he him playing really well. <laughs> yes, you know, he does. Yes, he does. Zach Randolph is playing well. You have uh, the young guys are playing very well. I know, uh, and they're doing
2: this without Rudy Gay,
1: correct? Right. OJ Mayo. You have uh, Tony. Uh, they, they have some some pretty good players down there.
2: They, they do and really good players. I I think the ex- the playoff experience is what leads it to be about four four games. Four games. Yeah.
1: And you don't think the Spurs has kind of sh- shot their, uh, their last uh, no, eight-gallon or eight-gun? Or, no,
2: or, I, don't, I don't think so. Because, because, Tim,
1: because Timmy is, is looking like Uncle Timmy right now. Yeah,
2: yeah he, re- he, re- he really is. But I, I think that there's still the Spurs. It's still Popovich. He's going to have them ready for that first round. They are a better team, right. and I think, I think they do... I think they do take this one four games. So you think Tony, Tony, Tony will do it again, huh? I think for one round he will. Right, right. Then you have the, the number two seed, the Lakers and the Hornets. I think Charlotte might give them a little, bit of, a little bit of problems. You think so? But the Lakers are another one of those teams that at the end of the season, they seem to kind of not go on cruise control. Right. But – you know they they they're not playing like they were in the middle of the season. So I could definitely see them dropping the first one in Charlotte, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, New Orleans, <laughs> and uh, it, but I see them moving on just the same way as San Antonio. Right. You know the the matchups that that I really am really looking forward to is that OKC and Denver one. Wow. That, I think that one goes five. think it goes five? I think that one goes five. Not six, five. not seven, or what? Well, I think first round, it's just five games. Okay. I think first round, It's uh, if I'm not mistaken, Chelsea and I were talking about this yesterday, it's 2-2-1 two, two, right. in yeah. the first round. So I think, I think this goes all the way.
1: But I think it's 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Seven games. Is you it seven, so? games yeah, seven games in the first? Yeah, seven
2: games. I think it could go all, either way. I think this is the first round series to watch. I, I, I really like the way Denver's playing right now, right. the defense that they're playing. They're playing as a team, and I love teams that are hot coming into playoffs, and th- just like UConn coming into the, to the tournament. Denver's hot right now.
1: So, so you're saying with Denver, they didn't play as a team when number uh, what Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony was there. <laughs> they didn't play as a team?
2: I think that it's a dif- definitely a different a- chemistry going on a, and right now. it is now. a different chemistry. I mean, you can't take away the talent of Melo. You really, really can't right, you know he he's one of those great talents in the nBA, but I think that there was just with what everything was going on with him, there was a lot of distractions, right. and I don't think that they could just be together as a team
1: but 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 that didn't have anything to do with Carmelo I mean that's just something that the people were talking about, something that the team were, was talking about I, I saw him lace him up every night, go yep. out there, work yep, really hard, play really hard, and give it, give it all that he had.
2: I, it's, it's a weird thing to see a, a, a player like that traded from a team and them to go on the run that they did, and especially the defense that they're playing. Right. You know, I mean, they're averaging, giving up 10 less points a game now. Right. And it just, to me, it seems like a different team. And I, I like Oklahoma City, they're fun to watch. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling about Denver.
1: George Carl coming back. <laughs> Carl putting his foot down. Hey, you cannot mess with George Carl. You got Kenyon Martin. You got Nene, Nene.
2: And it's tough to go against, you know, KD and James Harden and all those dudes down in Oklahoma City because that team is a fun team to watch. Right. And that team is going to be a team that people are going to have to reckon with in the West for a long time as long as they keep those guys on contract.
1: But you say down the line, though. They don't have it now. they just down I the think,
2: line. I think that... Uh, I think it's not it's not time for them this year. I don't um I I just have I just I don't know I woke up even when the when the playoffs uh, all the seedings were announced right. and everything I woke up and I just had a feeling about Denver getting past this round so you
1: got an inclination you're going up down yeah. to Vegas you're gonna put it all on on the Nuggets or what man
2: and let me tell you something if I go to Vegas and put anything then you can everybody else better go and put it on Oklahoma City because my <laughs> Vegas luck I don't do Vegas <laughs> I don't do Vegas <laughs> but I but I but I do like it and I see this series going a long way right
1: right. The matchup that I, I most want to want to see is the Mavs and the Trailblazers.
2: We talked about that right. too. That is, I think that's another series. Right. I mean, it, it was two two during the season. Both teams won their home games. I think this is another one that could go the distance too. I think. And, the
1: tra- I think the Trailblazers have a little bit more toughness on the inside. I know right. Dirk is Dirk, and don't get me wrong, Jason Terry, Jason Kidd, right. Sean Merriam, you know the big guy Chandler, but but it's something about. The Nate McMillan team.
2: You know we were talking hard. about that, and I, I would not be the least surprised if, in fact, I said my two upsets, possible big upsets, would be the Trailblazers over the Mavericks, and if something crazy happened, and the Celtics just break down, and the Knicks do something crazy.
1: What do you think they going? You think the Garden going to fall in?
2: I don't know. But I'll on, tell on you the what. Celtics? I, the Celtics are they're a different team now without Kendrick. Yeah, they, I think they are. I I think that I I understand why they made the trade. I don't know if they made it at the right time, and I'm not. I'm not saying the Knicks are the team that's going to beat them. I I fully expect the Celtics to get past, but it wouldn't. You can't go through the whole playoffs picking all the favorites. Right. Somebody's got to get upset. Uh-huh, right. I wouldn't be surprised there. Right. Right. You know, so, and, and Mello being one of those reasons, and Chauncey Billups, and you know, I think. Amari really could take advantage of the fact that there's no Kendrick down there. Right, right. So
1: if you, if you, if you have a call, if you want to call in and, and, and talk about the, uh, the NBA um, postseason right now, give us a call at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Call in. Let's, we would like to hear what you have to say about the playoffs coming up. The Bulls and the Pacers. No Michael Jordan. No Chuck Persons. No Reggie Miller. No Dennis Rodman, but you got the young Bulls.
2: Yes, you do. And I, I, I say there's going to be no Game Four. No game. So it's this three and a half. I think this is three and done. Wow, three and done. Wow. On this one, I on this one, I do. You think the Pacers are going to throw in the towel? No, I don't. I think they'll play hard. I just think the Bulls. I think just they're just that much better. Okay. Okay. The young Bulls. The young. The young. The the next generation. I know they run.
1: I know they run quite a bit. They run, and they run, and they run, and it's fun to see. And the defense that they have. Well, and I've been
2: – I'm sticking with the Bulls. I've been, I've been calling the Bulls on our show since November. Right. And, you know, I, when, we did our, when we did our pre-NBA, I said, once Boozer gets into that mix right. and this team starts playing as a team and they get that chemistry going, look out. But, but Hibbert
1: and uh, the young Pacers – Nothing have there. They have anything coming. I I, do,
2: I, I, do, I personally, if I was going to go to Vegas, don't go to Vegas and make a bet, don't do it. This would be the one, right? Right.
1: So, the Bulls, you have the Bulls in four, four and oh. How I, about the, how about the Heat in the 76ers? I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's funny. South Beach, South Beach's finest coming, coming to fruition right now, and, uh, and this is what they've been this is what they've been waiting for down Chelsea
2: and field. I. Chelsea and I actually kinda differ on this one. Okay. Cause she thinks that, you know, one, I do think the Seventy Sixers have the coaching advantage right. with Doug Collins. Right. I think that's their only advantage. You think he's gonna lace him up? <laughs> you think he's
1: gonna go back and give Maurice cheeks a blow and he's gonna hey. give
2: it to the doctor? What? Hey, they might need some help in, with the seventy sixers. This is another one. And we actually disagreed a little bit on the show uh yesterday. I think I think the heat goes through goes through quickly with the 76ers. 76ers. And I one of the reasons why is I think they're another team right now. I don't know what they were doing in the middle of the season. Right. Right now, they're playing like the team that they thought they were going to be. Right. And I think right now that they're they're the definite number 2 seed and I don't I think I feel like LeBron and Dwayne and Bosch they're going into these playoffs thinking, we got something to prove, and right. let's prove it right now, and let's take these guys out quick. But well, what about the cast, though? You have to
1: have a supporting cast, though. Yeah, you got you got the big three, you got yes. LeBron, yes. you got Bosh, and you got Dwayne Wade, but you got to have somebody giving those guys a blow.
2: Well, you know what? I, I, the one thing I like out there is, you know, they do got Bibby out there, and I'm not a Bibby fan, because he's from U of A, but <laughs> um, he's got playoff experience, right? and he knows what to do out there. Right. And... I think just for this round, the talent of those three is going to take care of everything. Because I I feel that they're they've heard what everybody said. Oh, well, right. this team isn't really a team. They're going to get bounced out. They're not going to do this. There have been a lot of negative things said about the Heat, and I think this is going to be the stage right here, right now, when they're like, "Oh yeah, like, boom!" Like LeBron's mom. Oh no, no, not not <laughs> no, LeBron's no. <laughs> mom. No,
1: no. I'm just I'm just kidding, mom. I'm just kidding. LeBron. We're just playing on that one. That's right. That's right. But um, but. But but the heat, I mean, when when, when you put them up there, when you already, when you already tags, tag them um, being the champs, you know, you you got a big bull's eye on you. Yeah, have to you be able definitely to do. You have to. That's and pressure. It's you added, know, it's added pressure.
2: It's funny because uh, we never put them at that because Chelsea is a, she was big on team chemistry and working together, and you got to figure things out. And this team's not going to come out and just do it right away, and. You know, she was right. We haven't seen these guys in a series with a right. team, and we don't know how they're going to react. Right. I think they're playing against the right team right now that just doesn't have the firepower.
1: I, I, I don't know, because the 76ers, they play, they play very well. I, I, I uh, can really see, well. that I could they see really them. Well.
2: They're going to take one in Philly. I think they're going to take one in Philly, and I think that's where it goes. That's where it goes. Yeah. Huh? goes goes back to South Beach, and that's it. huh? And I am not... I am not a Miami Heat advocate. I, me and Chelsea have been against them all year long. Not against them, but just seeing the real side of things. <laughs> she thinks that they're still going to have a problem coming into the playoffs. She is very anti-Heat. Right. Me, I, just, I just see that role they're on right now, and watching it's it's mainly Dwayne and LeBron. Right. Because I see the look in their eyes when they're on the court. Right. And it's it's it just looks like a zone right now
1: but but I tell you, just like going back to going back to Cleveland when Lebron was doing this thing m v p and the best record it it, it takes it takes time off, takes yep, time it off sure does. when 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 you don't have that role when you don't have that bench, when you don't have that support, yes, dwayne Wade is to get his points, but Chris Bosch is kind of washy you yeah, wash,
2: yeah, it's you kinda know wash bosh I think that's where. The coaching of Doug Collins comes into play. How is he going to exploit that? What kind of matchups is he going to put out there? What kind of lineup is he going to have out there to exploit those things? And that's where I do think that's where the 76ers have the advantage in the coaching.
1: And I think, and I think one thing more than anything is that the 76ers are going to play the Heat very, very competitive. This is going to be a good series. Th-
2: this is what I think. The this 76ers is be a great series. don't have anything to lose. And they're going to go out there. Oh, and they have little, something to lose. They have a lot well, to yeah. lose. But I think that they think that nobody's giving them a shot. Right, right. And they're going to go out there. And right. they're just going to be able to play. Right. No pressure. Right. Celtics and the Knicks. You already
1: touched on that. You already said that the yeah. Knicks. You thought the Knicks were going. I think they're going to give them trouble.
2: No. No trouble. You don't think any trouble? No trouble at all. See, I. No trouble. I think a little bit. Just because I, I just don't like the Celtics the way they've been playing. And I am a huge Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett, right. Ray, I love those guys. Right. I had my Paul Pierce jersey, Kansas jersey, on yesterday. You, I just—you just,
1: just, wasn't one of those guys that bought the tickets from the Kansas boosters, were you? Because they're no, looking for you no. if you are.
2: <laughs> no, oh, he's here. No, he's not here. I'll tell you what: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the lady that did that, fifty-six months in prison, uh, and yeah. her husband got forty-seven months. Wow! Look at look how they treat the ladies, the Lady Jayhawks.
1: <laughs> I mean. That's some serious stuff over there in Lawrence, Kansas. Wow, wow! But but you said now. now let's get to the Magic and the Hawks. Let's get to that.
2: I think that's going to be a real entertaining series. And I think right away the Hawks are going to try and get under the, Dwight Howard's skin, right? Because they seem because huh? they seem to be able to do it, right? And I don't the Hawks when they get in the playoffs, they seem to be a different team, and they have they raise their 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 energy level and. And they kind of give people fits. I don't know if they can get past the Magic, but I think it's going to be a very, very entertaining season.
1: But with all the trades that you, that the Magic had made, you know, bringing in those guys, bringing in those different guys, Turkaloo, bringing in uh, Jason Rich. Richardson, bringing in those other guys and stuff, it's a whole new it's a whole it, new look
2: team. It definitely is a whole whole new look team. And you know, it's funny when they made that trade, everybody's like. Wow, the magic might end up being the two seed or something like that. And you know, they're sitting down here at the four seed right now. I think that I think they might be coming in under the radar in the playoffs because they're still the magic and they do have a good core team and they got some really good players and some really good shooters. They
1: have to have some shooters. Do we have a call out there? We have somebody we got a we got an open line or what's going on in the background? Yeah, yeah, we got a caller, man. I've been waiting for about five minutes. What's going on, fellas? Okay, <laughs> what's, what's up, going Mac? on, MAC? Hey, what's
3: going on, B? I've just been listening to the show, man. You guys doing a good job.
1: Okay, what's going on, man?
3: Hey, I'm just just uh right now. I just got my bags. Just landed in San Diego. Uh, You know, we're doing our camp here. So you probably hear a little uh, lady in the background, but excited about the camp that we got going on here in San Diego. i get a chance to team up with our former guy. Uh, Eric Allen, who's going to be out there at the camp as well. So I'm pumped up to see my man EA.
1: Okay, tell EA yeah, I said, what's up? Tell him I don't like, the, I don't like, I kind of like the, the new uniforms. That, you know, it's kind of, you know, relevant of what, what the, these, the Sun Devils are all about, you know, nothing. <laughs> oh man! I actually, I actually, I actually think the uniforms is kind of kind of cool. Man. Yeah, they you know, are something different, they, something, cool, something different.
3: But you, 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 may, you know, you're a wildcat, so of course you're gonna say that.
1: Well, well, you, you know, just got a stripe and you got a, a fork. I don't even know if that's a fork. What is that? A spoon? Well, what's really I, going I, you call it?
3: You call it a, 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 a for spoon? I, I call I it you, a, a smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I heard you guys talking about the NBA playoffs, and I wasn't going to call in because you know I'm a Lakers fan. I heard you guys talking a little bit about the Lakers, but everybody knows that the Lakers are going to take it again. Like I said, we're cruising, we're cruising, we're cruising. Everything's good. Bynum will be back. We'll have a powerful guy, you know, down low. We have Paul Gasol. So we'll be straight. So all that talk y'all talking about, you know, the Charlottes and the Baby Bulls. Not I, especially
1: the, even the Boston Celtics. Somebody's talking about Boston he, he's talking about the Boston Celtics and the Paul Pierce jersey. You gotta burn <laughs> that up.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know. I know who's talking a lot of stuff. That that guy is uh with all those racial slurs and all that kind of stuff.
3: But well we it was it wasn't a racial slur. Oh was, yes racial, a, man. That's it, racially. No,
1: that yes it is. No, well, we didn't know
3: what he really said though, you know. Oh we know, we
1: know. We, know out, we could read lips. Out. We could read lips.
3: Well, you know, bleep, I believe it's a little bleep, Yeah, we can read lips. Now, you know, back in the day, now, we was in Philly in the vet. There was a lot of stuff that was going on, but we can't say it right now. Oh, yeah. Because we live on the air, but, you know, there'll be a whole lot of fines, you know, every Sunday in the vet if, if we would have got fined for that.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and my man, rightly, should have been fined. And, 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 matter of fact, donate the money to, uh, to the church. Hearthead Radio. Yeah, yeah. donate to the Hidden
3: <laughs> Radio Foundation. Then we'll give it back to, uh, to Shiloh. We'll give it back to the ministry from my man, B&E. Well,
1: that's what I'm talking about. So, so what, right else, next- what else is going on?
3: Hey, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, uh, we teamed up with the U.S. Marines. Obviously, uh, you'll be on board as well as our middle linebacker coach as we hit the West Coast swing. Uh, we just inked a deal with Hamilton High School that's going to have our camp, uh, May 20th to May 22nd. Uh, big shout out to, uh, Hamilton High School and Coach Bellis over there for allowing us to use the facility. Uh, we'll have our first National High School All-American game, uh, February 3rd at Chase Field, uh, for the East and the West. So I'm looking to, Looking to dominate that west, man. Trying to fill the, fill the roster up with a lot of west coast guys. Uh, definitely a lot of guys from the Phoenix area, the California, Portland, uh, Seattle, uh, Oregon area. So I'm just excited about the opportunity, man. We teamed up and. I uh, we can find some some talent out here in San Diego that we can get those guys showcased, and it's going to be on national TV. So we'll be back on the sideline, man. Back on TV, you know, uh, making a difference.
1: But just don't go down there in Reggie Bush's neighborhood, and uh, you know, because they got a lot of baggage with Reggie Bush and uh, all them guys from San Diego <laughs> getting all that paper. We don't have all that paper and stuff.
3: <laughs> well, maybe you know, if we can find a Reggie Bush man to showcase his skills on uh, <laughs> national TV. Uh, the, you know, obviously, uh, to participate in the game, you have to have a 3.0 grade point average. So we're just not going to pick the best athletes. You actually have to, you know, go to school, uh, do the right thing because the U.S. Marines is all about character, uh, dignity and respect. So, uh, we, we, echo those same sentiments as well. Uh, definitely with our, with our foundation that we got going on, uh, you know, excited about that. And, uh, even with our golf tournament that we got going on, we got a great group, group of guys that's going to be core up with us. Uh, what is it, May 28th and 29th at the World War Golf Course been a bit to benefit the Sark Foundation uh, for kids with autism.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, don't come back with no 618 under your eye, man, and all that. None, none no, of that kind of it's stuff, six man.
3: Nine. It's 619, man. Uh, I'm uh, going to be like my man Ray Mysterio. No, on, no man. 8, yeah, I no 9. No.
1: <laughs> 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 I got I to gotta represent the
2: 619, man. Do, did we just bring that. up the WWE?
3: Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. Now. I go hey, way back. Hey. You know, I go, you know, Jimmy Superfly Snickle. I go way back, man.
2: We we used to have that stuff back. They they did a lot of that recording back home in Omaha when it was the AWA. And and I myself am kind of happy right now cuz Team Bring It is back. The Rock yeah. is
3: back. Yeah, The Rock, Rock is back. I I guess his wife probably left him and so he's a little <laughs> lonely so you has got to get a little juice from somewhere. You got to get some some, you know, you got to get a little cheer from somewhere. So The Rock is back, he brings a lot of excitement to the, uh, to the Wrestling Federation, so. It's good for, you know, good for wrestling. B and E, I've been trying to get you in, man. We need to get you on, man. You can be Team B. We'll be Team B and a little Mac.
1: All right, but next time, next lifetime, man. Not not this lifetime, man.
3: <laughs> well, man, we'll we get, we get in the little, uh, the little Speedo shorts. We'll grease our muscles up real tight, and we get in there and do some work.
1: Yeah, li- next lifetime, man. Not this lifetime. I'll let you have that, man. You can come off the, the bottom rope. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so you got you to you the crack jokes on the Why, I gotta, why I can't you come off the top rope? Well, you
1: can. You got to get on the bottom before you get to the top, man. I'm, I'm Okay, I'm I'm letting you climb up, man.
3: Okay, okay. That's that's cool. Then I like that. I like that. In. Then you can just throw me, and then I can just, you know, headbutt somebody.
1: <laughs> that's a lawsuit, <laughs> man. That's concussions, man. Come on. You know about the headbutting, man. You can't do all that headbutting,
3: man. Hey, ain't nothing to a headbutt, man. Well, well maybe you should headbutt, because you know your dome is a lot bigger than mine. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and I'm going to
1: keep it that way.
3: <laughs> you, you can take a lot more pounding than I can, but I'll be the quick guy. I'll set the guys up real quick, you know, get them, get them dazed a little bit, spin them around in circles, and then you come in with the headbutt. There you go. Hey, another thing I want to talk about. I know we—it's uh, uh, it's the uh, prostate cancer uh, golf event, uh, Byron. I don't know if you got the invitation, but definitely I want to get you on board for that. Uh, it's going to be—it's um, going to be uh, this Monday uh, for prostate cancer. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we went through the—I pro- didn't go through the process yet. I'm in the process of going through the process. Uh, I know you've gotten the process done, and it's the number two killer uh, for us as African American men. So I wanted to put that out there. Uh, we'll be playing in that golf tournament on Monday uh, to uh, to benefit, uh, you know, prostate cancer.
1: Go ahead one more time. We just had some special guests come up in here from all the way from D.C. D.C.'s finest coming up, coming up in here, man. We got the Morgans coming up in here.
3: Oh, you got Big Keith. It was a uh, Big Keith's uh, birthday the other day.
1: Yeah, all the way from D.C. Come, come up here. We got Katrina. We got, you know, uh, Tracy. We got Keith all the way from D.C., what, what, what y'all bring? Did y'all bring some gifts? I know y'all, every time you come down, you, you have some gifts and stuff.
3: We
1: brought some love. G- brought some love, okay. They brought oh, he some love. love uh, That's it. As
3: long as, he, as long as he don't bring none of that, uh, none of that Auburn gear oh, here. Oh, he, he got, got the Auburn out. gear now. Well, I, Wait a minute. Is it, now? Is it, is it, does it got stripes on it? Because you know half the team is in jail now. No,
1: I don't know about that, but he got the tree over here. And the oh, tree, is, the tree is growing, too.
3: Okay, hey, okay. Well, what's up, Big Keith? Uh, happy uh, birthday again, once again, man. I appreciate you supporting the show. He said happy
1: birthday to you. Wow, that's that's a surprise, man! Wow, that's big
3: right there. That, that that's that's Keith right. That was the number one fan right there, man. That's right. That's right. Every time you look
1: up in the stands, he was supporting the five six. That no was, doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So what else is going
3: on, little Matt? Uh, that's about it, man. I'm you know going to let you guys handle the rest of the show. Um, we're getting ready to go meet up with the U.S. Marine Corps. Uh, obviously those guys are on board with us. Uh, we got over a hundred kids signed up right now uh, that we'll be training the next couple of days. So I'm excited about that and. Uh, excited about our camp that we got coming in, in, uh, in May, man. All the kids are excited once they found out that you're going to be coaching the middle linebackers. Uh, couldn't have a better guy, uh, as far as, uh, the position as well as your character. You always know, man, I always looked up to you as a big brother. So definitely appreciate all your support. Jay, I appreciate you filling in, man. I definitely appreciate that.
2: No problem, uh, man, Mac.
3: You, you uh holding it down. So you guys continue to have a good show. Uh, happy birthday again. Safe travels to the Morgan, so I'm going to get up out of here and man, let y'all do y'all thing. I, I'll give y'all updates on what's going on at the camp.
1: All right, little Mac. Make sure you don't take nobody else's luggage now. Make sure you take your own luggage, all right? <laughs> no, nah, come on, now. You know I got the smallest bag in
2: here. Uh,
1: I got the smallest shoes, the smallest underwear. Come on, now. <laughs> hey, well, they check, they, check, they check check, the small people, too, now, Mac. They'll pat right, you down, there. All, all <laughs> right, little Mac. All right, you guys hold it down. All right, be blessed, man. Uh, you, too. Got MAC calling from San Diego, 619. I said 618. That was pretty close. It was close. It pretty was close. close. I know it was 6-1 something, but I know Reggie Bush is still, uh, still got that money, and they're looking for him. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Jay, we appreciate you coming out, man. Hey, we no problem. We appreciate you coming out. And, you know, we done hit on the Masters. we hitting on the... Um, the basketball uh, playoffs and you know, now we're gonna go into the draft. We're getting ready to come into the draft.
2: Yes, we are.
1: The draft. I mean, not, not we're not talking about the slits malt liquor, we're not talking about all that other stuff, Michelob light and all that but we're gonna talk about the
2: draft. I like talking about the draft.
1: Give me um, not even the sleeper, not even Mel Kiper or Todd McShay or the mother guys that don't know anything what they're talking about. But but a lot of a, a lot of talk has been on Cam Newton. Right. What would Cam do? I'm, I, now I have seen this guy. If you can do this, day in and day out, night in and night out, against the top defenses, against the top teams, every. But now they're not giving him a chance, and 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 that's that's not right at all.
2: You know what? I I have to agree with you on that. Because, not right at all. You know, you are right. He was playing at, when you're playing against Southeast Conference football every single right. weekend, right. week out, and you're doing it. Man, that tells me something right there, and I think. I think the media is just, they're trying to find things wrong with this dude. And <laughs> Oh, they're going to
1: find something. I and, think they went back to a sixth grade. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. And, you know, I know uh, there has been talk, people b- bring up the name Jamarcus Russell. Jamar- Man, this is a different player than Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus who? Yeah, Exactly. Cam Newton is, I think he is the real deal. And if he goes to the right team, they got something there. And I, th- I think that there's a very, very good chance He's the first player gone. Wow. I, I, I think wow. Caroline is trying to be a little bit tight lipped about it, but they're working him out. They're talking to him. And I know they drafted Jimmy Claussen. Who? But Jimmy who? From that one school. Yeah, I don't know, I don't that, know school. that school
1: either. No, no, but, 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 the, but the thing of it is, though, this guy has put in the work. He's put in the work. He's put in the work. It seems like if you're the Heisman Trophy winner, you almost jinxed. You know, you're yep. almost jinxed. We we can't give you love because you're you're the Heisman Trophy winner. But the, but that goes out to the best college football player, and usually the best college football players become the best professional football
2: players. I mean, yeah, I mean you can't you can't argue with that. Some of them, I mean, look at Sam Bradford, former Heisman Trophy winner. He's right. doing this thing in St. Louis. Right. I I think, like I said, I think they were trying to find anything and everything they could. I mean, they're even giving Cam stuff because he made a comment about being an entertainer and things like that, too. Man, he's a kid still.
1: He shouldn't let him, smile. Uh,
2: yeah. He shouldn't make a commercial, a Colgate commercial. <laughs> exactly. Just let Cam be Cam. He's still a young kid. He's still a young dude with mountains of talent. I, th- I think if you're drafting a quarterback, he's got to be the first one to go. He's got to be. Got to be. Wow. I that's,
1: think. That's big. That's and I big. think
2: that there's one player that's getting a lot of hype that – I got into a discussion a couple of days ago that I think is getting too much hype at quarterback. And, and who is that? That's Blaine Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard. I, I know he has all the measurables. I know he has all the throws in his pro days and this, that, this, that. This is something that I look beyond that, and I see that he played in a conference that a lot of passing, not very good defensive backs except for Prince of Muclemore coming out of Nebraska, a couple guys from Texas and Oklahoma. Right. This dude only had 16 touchdown passes and nine interceptions. That's not the dude that I'm picking in the first round to be my franchise. Quarterback. Not that blame. Not that blame. Gabbard. I. I, I and by saying it, I think he's a second round pick, I don't think he's the guy that the Cardinals need to be jumping on to be their savior.
1: But I think if you're the Cardinals, you're going to jump on anybody because they, they
2: really need that. <laughs> they need they. I, need I think they need, to, they need to make a push. I'm not a Mark Bolger fan, but it's better than what we got. I think they need to make a push to possibly trade for Colt. You know, I don't know if any one of these quarterbacks in the draft is anything more than a little bit more of a project aside from Cam Newton. If something happens in the first four picks, our defensive players— I think the Cardinals have to take Cam Newton. I think they have to take
1: – but that's going against everything the Cardinals have ever everything. done. I mean, the Cardinals bit well. You, 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 can, you can pretty much say you can get bit well with a long tie before they get Cam Newton, I think. I, I
2: don't think, I, I don't think, I don't think he makes it down there. I don't think it's happening. Here's the funny thing. A lot of Cardinal fans, they want Von Miller. I don't right. think Von Miller's making it past two. You don't think so, Because I huh? think my Broncos are going to take him.
1: Now, you're Broncos, you're Jayhawk, you're Iowa, you, All right, here's, you're just a sports guy, huh? I, I'm a sports guy, but I, I grew how about up... The, how about the Auburn uh, War Eagles? How about that? I,
2: I, I do not mind Auburn. They're a fun program to watch. Right. You know, I mean, year in, year out. I, I respect tradition right. and things that go back, and, and they're one of those schools. Did
1: you go down to the tree? Put your marking on the tree, or just walk around the tree and look up to the tree, or what?
2: I I I left all the trees alone. Okay, good. I left all okay. the trees alone. Okay, and, you know, I growing up in Nebraska, we didn't have proteins. Oh, you grew up
1: in Nebraska yeah, too? I grew up, yeah, I grew up. Okay. I
2: grew up in Nebraska, so okay. I grew up a Husker. And when you live in Omaha, you just it's by osmosis you become a Ku Jayhawk basketball. fan. But it's mutual, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then so growing up, you know, we don't have any pro teams. My aunt lived in Denver. She always sent me Bronco stuff, so I became a Bronco fan young, like by the time I was five, right? I was an Atlanta Braves fan because I'd come home from par- practice and I'd watch the Braves because I couldn't stand listening to Harry Carey or watching the Cubs so I became a Braves fan and my aunt lived down here and she has season tickets for the Suns so I became a Suns fan so right. yeah my my favorite teams are all over the place but right. man, I grew up in Nebraska we didn't have any pro teams right. and I didn't like the Chiefs because my aunt lived in Denver so I was, I was taught not to like the Chiefs. Sorry, Mac. <laughs> and I definitely wasn't a Viking fan. So that's that's where all my allegiances come and And I am a Sun Devil because that's where I went to school. Wow, too bad for that. Too speaking for, speaking you, of you, tradition, you should
1: you should have stayed in, in Nebraska,
2: man. I you know what I'm, I'm, I'm I was the first one in my family to break tradition. Right. And, and so you don't like go. corn or what? I don't like cold weather. Corn, peas, what? No, I love corn. I love peas. I just don't like snow and cold weather. Okay, okay.
0: okay. I mean,
2: I came down here to visit ASU's campus at the beginning of December. Right. It was snowing in Nebraska when I left to come, and I I get off the plane and it's seventy five degrees.
1: Right. So you're not one of those guys at at, at ASU with your shirts all off and no, and you, no, you, no, you
2: no. back painted and man, look at me. I.
1: But but anything goes though, man. It's, it's everybody's having a party no, at no, ASU, no. man.
2: You know, nope. I was I was not one of the, I was I was on the sidelines for most of the games. Okay. Yeah, so um, definitely not my shirt off. That's for sure. Right. And right. People that know me that are listening right now are laughing. Right. <laughs> so, but but I am a I am a Sparky through and through. Well, we, we, I, I don't hey, like cut, this. Cut, don't,
1: cut, 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 cut. No Sparky, man. None of that Sparky stuff, man. Come on, we'll no, no keep, pitchforks. No, no, no. But Buffalo, how about Buffalo? I know Buffalo
2: needs some really. They need an overhaul, right about no, now. No, they, they really, they really, really do too. And I know that they've had, they've had a few quarterbacks in there. Um, I know they would love to see Cam Newton right there. You think so? I think so. Um, I don't know if he is a fit for there, but I know that they would love to see him and I could actually see that team reaching for Blaine Gabbert right there. But there's some they need help on defense too, and this is a deep defensive draft. But
1: but if they gave TO the key to the city in Buffalo, what do you think they would give to Cam Newton to have Cam You think they'd just order him some wings right off the right off the bat or whatever?
2: I I think that I think Cam's the mayor of Buffalo, <laughs> he goes there. You know, I think I think that would be great for that team. I think, I think to get a player like that, it's a great start for them because they got to come from somewhere right now.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the draft. We're talking about the draft. Give us a call in 888 346 9144. We got my man Jay from Out of Bounds. We got the Morgans in the house too. All the way from DC, DC's finest. The, the second family we call them the second family all the way, and katrina hi Katrina look at her that's the that's the the numerist i don't know how, if that's a word, but I can see her I can see her being the, she's, doing it. she's doing it she's doing it, but we got hard hitting radio we got my man jay from out of bounds I'm my man b and e we got little Mac out doing his thing, just talking about the masters talking about the basketball playoffs we hitting on the draft, and you know you're talking about. Uh, Blaine Gabbert, you're talking about Von Miller, you're talking about Cam Newton but not a lot uh, Big Darius, but not a lot has been said about Nick Fairley
2: You know, let me tell you something he, he took a bad rap after the national championship game, I think, because a lot of people were talking about he's nasty on the field, well, he's need, dirty on the football. field. Football is that's, nasty. Exactly. Football, it's football. dirty. I, right. I, I, I've see, I saw every single Auburn game this year. Right, I love watching you, SEC football. And
1: were you, on the, were, you, were you on the field at Auburn as well?
2: No. Okay. No. Okay. I, I, I watched all their games, and, man, you want a player that's got some nastiness to he's him. He's a player. A big-time in player. In the trenches. A big-time And player. I think he is getting... I think he's getting a bad rap, and because of that, he may fall a little bit. I think he's – I mean, they're talking about the dude from Alabama. Right, Derrick's. Um, And then Dequan Bowers from Clemson. Right. And you got to keep Nick mentioning Nick's name in that because I think teams that pass up on him are oh, – He's something else. Yeah, he is – that's a player. Hey, yeah, you're right. He that is. is a foot
1: ball player. He is something else. And, and like you said, you want a guy that's nasty. I want a guy on my team that's nasty. I don't want a guy and that's... See, just I
2: would like to see him in right. Denver, but... In Denver? I would love to see but him But they're
1: there. not nasty in Denver. They're nice and clean and, and you I know, think, mile high. I and,
2: don't think that's... I think John Fox is going to bring a little nastiness, because remember that defense he brought to Carolina. He uh, took them from number 32 to the number one defense in the league. Right, okay. And I know we don't have Julius Peppers, but we got Elmas Dumerville, and I think a guy like Von Miller... Right, and then you can move DJ Williams to the middle. Man, I I, I like that defense coming into next year.
1: And who's your quarterback? <laughs> is your quarterback?
2: I think it's going to be Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. I I I, I let me tell you, this. John Elway. Not a Tim Tebow fan. He's already stated that. Well, but, and, I, and but I I don't Tebow's think, a player as well. I think yes, Tebow is a player as well. I'm just I don't know. I can't. I, he has he doesn't have my support right now. He just straight up guy fan favorite. No, yeah, he's let me head tell you of something. Player. That dude is probably one of the best people in the NFL. Right. I mean, he's got he's his head is on straight and after I watched that uh, year of the quarterback with him on it right. and his workout regime and everything he did, you can't help, but <clears throat> excuse me, not like this dude. As a person, I'm cool with him. As the quarterback for the Denver Broncos, I don't know if he's the one. Played real well, down the stretch. Played really well. Very, very limited playbook. A lot of running. Right. I think he definitely should not be the starter this year. I want it to be Kyle Orton because I think Tim needs another year if he is in fact going to be the Bronco future. Don't put him out there yet.
1: <laughs> Got to get a little bit more seasoning, huh? Elway Elway knows about it. Elway was yeah. thrown in there. Elway knows about it. He knows about being the, a, a top-notch quarterback, first round thrown into the fire. You know.
2: Yes, he was, yeah. definitely. And so he,
1: and he knows that Tebow is the guy, and, I th- and we're going to put him in there.
2: I think this is me partly sitting here going, I can handle one more bad year for the Broncos right. as long as we get Andrew Luck in the draft next year.
1: Andrew Luck is not going to be very lucky, no, not to go to the Broncos. Not oh, going to work. I ain't going to see him. No, it's not going to work. Not going to work.
2: That's, you know, it's funny because John was down at the Orange Bowl. Uh, John Elway was down at the Orange Bowl, you know, for to watch Stanford play and stuff like that. And I, 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 I'm wondering a little bit if he was like, come on, come on, come out a little bit. Maybe we'll trade up to get you in the first round this year. So that that <laughs> was my hoping and my dreaming. <laughs> no, nah, what going to happen, man?
1: I think Le- he knows what he's doing, and yes, he, he has he some people in his corner. And you know, in Stanford, you know, it's prestigious for graduation and stuff. Yeah, and that's one of the things that they do there. You know, you and,
2: know, a lot of people are like, why would he stay? Why would he stay? Well, first of all, maybe he likes college. Right. You know, maybe maybe he's not. He just didn't want to come out. He want. He's always said from the beginning, getting his degree. Right. Is the most important thing to him. Right. You know, he was raised. He was raised well. I mean, the coach that he had last year, Harbaugh, is a good man. I mean, I think I think that dude's got all the intangibles, and I think it's great for college football that he stayed.
1: And it didn't help. It didn't help that the Panthers were taking the number one pick. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I,
2: know, I don't know that, what he thought about that too no, much. No, no <laughs> Panthers.
1: No Broncos. Uh, maybe if the San Francisco. Uh, uh, maybe. maybe right, but Panthers. Panthers. No, I'm staying. Nah, I don't.
2: Cincinnati. I'm staying. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, Cincinnati.
1: Well, but I mean Cincinnati has dug itself into a into a hole. You know, everybody in yeah, Cincinnati is making reality shows. Uh you, you know, everybody
2: And and playing soccer.
1: Right. And what are they gonna do next and who's has another show and and Carl, Carson Palmer
2: says it's it's time for me to leave. I think Carson is serious. Yeah. I, I, I believe I, so I as think well. he is really serious and those guys, Cincinnati doesn't have a contingency plan in place, and I think they're still scrambling trying to figure out what they're going to do.
1: And I think if Marvin Lewis was, you know, a little sharper than what he was, he would said, you know, this is my exit, exit plan as well. It's time for
2: me to leave. I, but, I, I I was actually shocked. I, that, I, I mean, I agree. I a hundred percent agree.
1: Cincinnati is. I mean, they had a good year, a year before, year before last, but now they just kind of
2: tanked it. I I think that organization right now needs it, it, it needs a little bit of an overhaul because there's just so much of a bad taste with you right. know different players and Carson I mean when you have your starting quarterback saying I'd rather retire I'll <laughs> leave 80 million on the table <laughs> Whew, it's time to reevaluate <laughs> unless he has 280 million
1: in the bank yeah, then he, 80 million is kind of yeah, change
2: so I mean I hear Carson's good with investments
1: so Yeah I, I believe that I believe that. But we got Jay from Out of Bounds. Jay, tell, little, tell us a little bit about your program. What's what's going on with you? Uh,
2: uh we have Out of Bounds with Jay and Chelsea on com. It's a weekly sports uh sports podcast that we have. Um just basically talking about the same things we talk about here. Right. You know, all, all the big stories, you know, updating some of the cool stats, you know, if people break records. We break we break off a little bit of Out of Bounds, a little bit giving our opinions and stuff like that. We talk a little pop culture every once in a while. We had a big talk about American Idol lately. Okay. Things like that. But it's it's ninety percent sports and just me and Chelsea just going back and forth and I, I can't I can't stress enough how much I love having Chelsea across from me. Wow. That girl I know not the, gotta
1: show that girl now, right? That's not Chelsea from that
2: girl. Oh uh, no, this okay. is this is this is Chelsea Hellstab. We call her Coach Hellstab. Okay, coach. And huh? okay. Uh, we were actually gonna hold a casting call. For my co-host, I was I was the one that came up with the idea of the show and stuff like that, and right. I wanted a female co-host. And me and Todd Allen, who's the, he runs Primer Radio, I was like, "Well, we need to do some kind of some kind of casting call." Well, one of her friends emailed me and said, "Hey, you need to check out this girl and talk to her." So I finally called her, um, and within 15 minutes of the conversation, we didn't need a casting call. Wow! I got off the phone with Chelsea, called Todd Allen, and said. I got my girl. This is it. That's your girl. She's huh? feisty. She knows. She knows something. When I saw her post on Facebook at four o'clock in the morning that she was waking up to watch the World Cup, I knew that was my sports girl right there. Four in the morning. huh? Four for in the, the morning Cup, huh? for the World Cup, and it wasn't even USA. Wow. Yeah. she's serious about. It. She is serious about sports, and uh-huh. she's feisty, and she lets her opinion be known, and she's just she's fun to have around. Fun to have around. Out so, of bounds.
1: Jay from Out of Bounds.
2: Yeah, in fact, our show uh, we just record. We we don't we don't air live. Uh-huh. Uh, we record on Thursdays, and the show airs on Fridays. Um, it's actually up on PrimerRadio.com right now. You can stream it from there, or you can just go to iTunes. Go to your iTunes store and search Primer Radio. Just download it for free and listen to us all week long. Jay, we appreciate you appreciate you coming out, Jay. I, I appreciate you letting me. I, I, I was just gonna come in and just hang out. Uh, well you hung out. And I liked it. Yeah, right. This is Good Inbounds.
1: out of bounds. Yeah, it's
2: nice to be inbounds every once in a That's while. That's right. That's
1: <laughs> right. And uh we got my man Mark McMillan. He's out. Got my man B and E. I'm B E uh the host for today. Got the, the good people all the way from DC. Tracy, Keith, Katrina. All the way from D.C. coming down. We've got the hard-hitting radio show. This week, we'll be uh, playing the first game. Start this little, new little uh, Metro Valley uh, Flag Football League, 7th Street and Fillmore. Starting at 8 a.m. Uh, all the way to about noon. So uh, pretty excited about that. I have a 13- to 14-year-old team. The Buccaneers is, is, is my team. Uh, ah. And so... Uh, we got a we got a big task on hand. How, this how'd you week. how'd you get the name Buccaneers? The Buccaneers because we are feisty, we're tough, uh, and they kind of gave it to us. But uh, okay, the, but, all right. but the Eagles, we'd be playing against the Eagles, you know. Oh. The, the team thirteen and fourteen year old flag football league, the Eagles. So we got our work cut out for. But we up for the
2: challenge. I think I th- I think it's great you do things like that. But for I mean, the challenge, ev- everything that you and Mac put together, right. giving back to the community and stuff is just it's. It. It's it's amazing,
1: right? I just got just got a cut from a man Ray from from a man Ray and is telling us that's uh, that's it for the hard hitting radio show. But uh, it's been a blast today, and um, keep us keep us posted on next week and come out and visit us and listen to us, and uh, we'll be back next week. Be blessed. We
2: some hard hitters some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters.
1: Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for peace and the every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If you're sports we're bringing the cutting area